Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's daily podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Raul Rudy. Today is uh, October 4th, 2020. The time is about 3.30 p.m. Ready in NPC. Does conduct Zoom conference calls every day. For those people who have any questions, please raise your hand. And uh, um, uh, raise your hand. And uh, please let Gayatri know that you're a newcomer. Uh, she will try to promote the newcomers. Chetan? Hi, Rahul. Uh, can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, so I have a question. So I recently got my EB1B approved and we are about to file the 485. Uh, so my spouse is on independent O3 visa, which is expiring 14th of October so in about 10 days or so. She's in Canada right now. So my question is, uh, can we do the following? Like, can she enter like a few days before her expiration, file a 3 extension based on my O1 and uh, then wait here and then file 485? Will there be an issue? So you, you are going to file the 485 and she's going to enter an O-dependent uh, o visa? She already has an O-3, but it expires in 10 days or so. So she will she, come in. She'll enter when an would O-3. She, she would come in and, and what? O-3? What is O-3? Uh, she, oh, oh, sorry. Oh. Oh, but she will enter right now. And when would you file a 485? Uh, she will enter an O-3 visa and she'll file it in like two months, one and a half, two months or so. I would request uh, to wait until three months after she enters, though, um, okay. to file the 485. And I don't want you to file the 485 until she enters. What is she doing in Canada? She has a job there. So she, since we got the EB1B approved, which was kind of unexpected. So we, she kind of quitting her job and moving here. Because I think getting appointments in Canada might be tough, right? Because embassy appointments and getting her visa and then we don't want but to You wait. said she already have a visa, right? Yeah, she has visa, which expires in about 10 days or so, yeah. Oh, which exp- so is she planning to come within the 10 days? Yes. And then you're going to file the extension here? Yeah. Okay, you need to be careful on the way she enters into the United States too. Because O3 is a non-immigrant intent visa. Sometimes that may create a trouble though. So if she enters an O3 visa and then- I would recommend uh, that she speaks with a lawyer. Mm-hmm. what she is supposed to speak, what she's not supposed to speak when she's entering into the United States. I see. Okay, yeah. that's not, for H4, it's it's okay, but for O3, it's a non, non-immigrant non intent visa. So that's the reason I want you to be careful on that. Next person, please. Arunachalam? Yeah, uh, thanks, Gayatri. Hey, here, um, mm-hmm. uh, thanks for uh, your service. Um, uh, my situation is like this. Um, I filed uh, 485 in October 
for myself mm -hmm. uh, and my spouse and my two children. But the children ages are um, 15 and 19. Um, we haven't got um, AP approved yet. The 19 years old went to Canada for his higher study. Mm -hmm. The plan is to use H4 to come back to US. So now, Friday, we all got um, a status, 485 status changed to new card is being produced, except for the one who went to Canada. So I am worried, okay, if I get a green card before him, what will happen to his H4 status? Uh. And, uh, and can he come back uh, using H4? Or what happened to his I-485? You mean to say if the whole family got it, this guy did not get it? Yeah, so three of us got it except him. Oh, golly, I'm just trying to think. Uh, because if he would have got it, he, they would have allowed him to come back on H4. Though. Mm. But he didn't get it. If he yeah. didn't get it, it's, it's still he, cannot, he can't come back on H4. What about his advanced parole? Yeah, advanced parole none for uh, adults are not approved for any of us. What was he doing in Canada? He's, he's doing college in Canada. So we thought um, the backlog uh, will uh, make him age out. So we plan to choose the Canada path the, before the... But his uh, final action date? Oh, this is before final action date became current. I, yeah, so... I can't even think a solution for it right now. Mm -hmm. uh, the only thing I can think is that maybe there is an error that happened and then he gets a green card. That's one thing. Mm -hmm. The second thing is that to wait until advanced parole comes in, then he comes into the country. Mm -hmm. These are the only two things that I can think about. But, but his 485 will be still uh, His 485 will be still, but the only problem is how is he going to come into the country? But he can come back once he for it if you approved, right? He can wait in the Canada six no, months down the line. No, they may consider that he has abandoned the 485 yeah, because he left the country. He left the country before advance parole is approved, and they won't like, approve the advance parole, and then he can't come here on H4. Mm -hmm. So when he leave, the H4 was valid, uh, but right now it's not. Yeah. So it, it means Damn, uh, I really don't. I can't even think of a solution. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we were the told by a lawyer that if you have H4, you can travel, you can come back. We I mean, didn't think the scenario. I, I am not telling your lawyer is bad, okay? I'm not telling your lawyer is bad. <laughs> I'm not. How can you imagine the whole family getting and he not getting it? Yeah. Um, there are multiple scenarios that I faced where I was able to bring him back on H4. I was able to bring him back on advanced parole. Um, but since you got it, I, I, I can't blame your lawyer. I can't. I would have advised the same thing what your lawyer has advised, but I don't can't think of a solution. Maybe by Tuesday, I, when we bang our heads with other lawyers, maybe I come and come up with a solution. Let so, me make oh, some notes. Okay. So what if I bring him, because the I haven't received the approval notice yet, if I bring him back to US immediately today um, and wait for AP, apply new AP and get emergency AP, then he can leave. That case, he, can he uh, maintain his uh, I-45, I-485 application? 
at what point uh, he's, he uh, I, 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 I got I got your point though. I got your point. Did your lawyer suggested this? Uh, no. Um, I reached them so they <laughs> have to get back to me. Uh, I, I want to blame it on your lawyer. And if if your lawyer said this one though, I'm not going to contradict him. Mm. Because I, I can't think of a solution. Mm-hmm. I can't think of a solution. Okay. Uh, maybe tomorrow I will try to address you in the uh, I will try to address you in the in the YouTube and Facebook. Okay. Okay. I made a notes of that. Okay. Because I can't think. Next person, please. Yeah. Hi, Rahul. Uh, can you hear me, right? Yes. Yep. Oh, okay. So I recently, I'm, I'm an H1B. I recently joined a new company uh, a mon- uh, month ago, but I had to work. I mean, like I did work on the previous uh, job for uh, three plus weeks. Uh, and and I'm on receipt notice now, the one which I joined. So will it be a problem for me to get this current one approved? Uh, Wait, you, your jobs are three weeks, you're saying? Uh, no, actually, I recently uh, joined a new company, but I did uh, over, um, parallelly work with the previous uh, job for three plus weeks. So you work with both the companies at the same time? Yes. For, uh, you need to put this um, Zoom call off and you need to consult a lawyer. Okay. I can't advise you on the Zoom call. Okay. Okay. Next person, please. Chandra? Hey, today, a lot of complex questions. Well, this yeah. last guy was not. Yeah, go ahead, Chandra. Quick question. Uh, I'm with current company A, which is, uh, I work for Pfizer. And now Pfizer has so many manufacturing sites. Basically, Pfizer, they sold one of the manufacturing sites to another company as a success and interest. Now the business entity, the title will be Pfizer LLC, but the employer name will be the new company, which is XYZ, for example. Mm-hmm. Now, now I'm about to get my renewal, H1B renewal. Now, what will be the employer name? Will it be the new acquire company or will it be the business entity, which is LLC name? Where are you getting the paycheck from? The paycheck is coming from the LLC name, but the... You mean to say the new company? No, the business entity is Pfizer LLC. No, well, 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 well. there is company A, company B, forget about Pfizer, okay? Okay. You got the H1B with company A. Yes. Now you're telling that there is a successor of interest, which is company B. Yes. Are you getting paycheck with company A or company B? It's a company A and the paste will be showing as a company A LLC. Previously, it was company A LLC or not? Previously, it is only company A. So LLC is a different company. Just because they have two names, just because my name is Rahul, I'm not Rahul Gandhi, okay? <laughs> okay. So now let's go back. Rahul and Rahul Reddy and Rahul Gandhi are different, right? You yes. yes. Now company A is incorporation is company b incorporation or, or it's not company b is incorporation yes company a is what then 
Company A is in also incorporation. Now the company B, they change the name. Is there a name change at all? Is there a tax ID number change? Definitely it's a tax ID change, yes. Okay. Yeah. So let's say company A has tax ID number one. Yes. So company B is tax ID number B, okay, two, okay? Okay. Where are you getting the paycheck? One or two? I'm getting from, actually from one. So previously you were getting from one. And right yes. now you're getting from the same tax ID number. Yes, but uh, I think- In is, future, where in future where would you getting be getting the paycheck from? It's from only one, not well, from- Then me. there's nothing. So tax ID number has changed, has not changed. Has so what's not, your question? Okay, because when I talked to my HR, they said basically, I mean, I know my pay stub be showing as a LLC with the company, yeah. No, don't, 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 don't go to the pay stub. Tell me the tax ID number. Because okay. you're thinking Rahul Gandhi and Rahul Reddy are the same. Okay, that makes sense. If the tax ID number is different, then obviously then then the employer name will be different. No, don't look into the name now because both Rahuls are the same name. So you're unable to differentiate between Rahul Gandhi and Rahul Reddy. Okay, then if the tax ID is different from one and two, then which company do I need to prefer for my extension? The, if, if whatever company is going to be giving you the paycheck will That's be company. filing for your H-1B extension. Okay. And now even I have a perm with my company, yay, but as part of this acquisition, what will happen? You said you have perm. Do yeah. you also have an I-140 with the company A? Uh, no, no, not yet. I'm, I mean, my, my perm uh, is still in process. Yeah. Once the perm is approved, okay. there is no company A, company B because you're getting confused. Company yeah, okay. one and company two. The company yeah. one and company two. If the company two is a success of interest though, they can still use company one's labor certification and okay. file an I-140 with company two company. with a different tax ID number. Tax ID number, okay. If they are the success of interest, that's what okay. you said clearly. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mentioned, yes. Yeah. Okay, Okay. Yeah. next person please. Thank you. Jagdish. Hi Rahul, thanks for taking my question. Uh, I have two questions. One is uh, 485 and another is H1B. Now, mm -hmm. uh, is 485 received a courtesy notice from USAS to submit the medicals? Uh, but uh, I haven't, uh, like for my spouse, uh, she hasn't received the medical notice. Submit for both. Uh, because we applied it late. Uh, so oh, so should she so, submit wait, both? Wait, wait, wait. Do you mean to say you it's and your not did you mean to say your you and your wife did not apply for it at the same time? Yes, uh, I applied it in last October, and uh, she she was in India at the time, so we had to apply. Yeah, I, if, that's the case, though, if, the, if, the, if that's a case, if that's a case, I would not submit both of them together. If you want, okay. you can do interfiling for your wife. Okay, interfiling for my wife. And uh, yeah, uh, for, my, for her, uh, the A number has been changed. So does it cause any problem in the future? No, it will not cause any problem. Okay. okay. Next it's person. To H1B. Uh-huh. Oh, sorry. Uh, uh, with respect to H1B, the date of uh, intended employment is uh, mentioned as one, one year, but the LCA is approved for three years. When I checked with the attorney, they mentioned that since you are... Uh, uh, AOS is pending, uh, so we are going to just mention it as one year. So is that expected or uh, that's not the date should be current? 
ஒன்பதுல you choose to make the 10% trouble that's good for us because we can make more money next person please but that's up to you people won't listen okay. they just Thank want you. to trouble themselves going every time outside the country getting the stamping getting the h1b extension every year ftns visits every time their spouse wants to go outside the country they need to get stamping they don't want to use the ead that's good for us i mean you get into trouble we make money next person please naga but we can still use ap right no you cannot good naga hey, hi rahul thanks for helping can you hear me thanks yes yeah rahul uh, mine is ev3 2013 april straightforward case and i have a interview scheduled on 21st uh, october mm-hmm. okay so uh, just a couple of questions so if october if the officer adjudicate on the same week even though retro case happened it doesn't impact me right during the october month so uh, there is no retrogression for you in october what are you speaking about oh i mean in, in case in november visa bulletin um if they adjudicate your application in october then you have nothing to do with november but if okay. they don't adjudicate your case in october mm-hmm. uh, and it goes to november um there are two possibilities 95% of the time you will not get the green card mm-hmm. 5% of the time they may have already assigned the number to you it may give you the green card in november okay so uh, one question rahul so i joined the 485 filed company from august 1st because i was not employed with them when they filed because mm-hmm. of the ead and mm-hmm. in the august month i even worked for the company who has my h1b also for the 30 day period i means i have to resign with them october august 31st So in so, the month of so August, you, so you what you're telling you on a EAD, you work for two companies for one month period. Yeah, but uh, the my other company who was on H one, they forgot to update the I nine form. That's not your problem. As mm-hmm. far as you are concerned, though, on a EAD, you work for two companies. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if not they didn't problem. apply or uh, if they That's didn't fine. mention change I nine form, so if the ask, officer asked in the interview. yeah mm-hmm. my my lawyer is saying that hey that's the gray area you made a mistake and all you know you didn't made a mistake yeah and you, and they won't ask that question you're unnecessarily paranoid about it as far as you are concerned have you done any illegal thing no mm-hmm. was there any paperwork violation from previous company there may or may not be you don't mm-hmm. even know 
Maybe company B yeah. sent an EAD to them. How do you know? Yeah. Did you check the I-9? Yeah, no. Yeah. So how do you know? Yeah. yeah. So it's none of uh, none of your business to know now. So Rahul, for the the thanks Rahul. For the interview process, I'm planning to have my attorney on phone. It's clearly mentioned in the interview letter. That will not impact anything, right? I want to be a little yeah. cautious on that. No, you're good. Yeah. I don't thanks say Rahul. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, hi Rahul, this is Lokesh here. Um, mm -hmm. I have a question. This is for my wife. Um, my wife um, was working in H4 EAD and then it got expired because my H1 uh, expired and then I got renewed. And after that, I applied for her um, H4 as well as EAD. Uh, what did happened? You, was, did you? Did you? Did you apply before her I-94 expired or after her I-94 expired? Uh, I think it was before, actually. What do you mean you think? Uh, Satya, are there on the call? Any chance? So let me understand one thing, Lokesh. Mm -hmm. You're telling me you filed for your wife's H4 extension, is right? Yes. And you don't know whether you applied before or identity for expired or after identity for expired? Before expiry. Uh, he, she, she's saying before expired. Yeah. Uh, if it, or whoever it meant. Before expired. Keep going. Then. Yeah. So um, uh, after that, uh, because it was taking some time to get her H4 and DAD, right? We also applied for H1. And H1 got approved in premium. And she started mm -hmm. working now. Uh, yesterday, I got three mails. Uh, sorry. Uh, in the meantime, because her H1 got approved, right? I sent a mail to immigration asking them to cancel the uh, H4 and the EAD applications, all of them. But her H4, I got a mail yesterday saying that her H4 has been approved. Uh, her EAD has request, right? That has been canceled. And then the third email, which says that her H4, which was approved, right? That case has been reopened. Okay, so when when did she got she, you applied for the H four extension? After that, what happened? Sequence, I forgot it. Yeah, say? sure. So uh, after that, I applied for H one. Her H one got approved. She started to work. Okay. Then I sent a mail to immigration saying I because my H four and EAD was pending, right? I told them cancel those. I sent a letter separately for H four and then together as well. And when mails. did you receive the, When did you receive an email? yesterday oh, i got a mail i got a mail yesterday saying i got three mails basically one which says that the h4 is approved second one which says that the ead request has been cancelled and then the third one which says that the h4 has been reopened why did you request a withdrawal of the h4 what was the need for it otherwise her h4 like right now right her h4 would get approved and then uh, she has to go back to india and come i mean no she doesn't have to. She would have been fine. Uh, you need to contact the lawyer because here is my problem. It's called last action rule. H1B kicked in on October 1st. H4 kicked in October 4th. And now H4 has been withdrawn. She's out of status. Okay. So, so I, want you, I want you to contact a lawyer. The best thing is you should not have withdrawn it at all. 
Okay. Okay. Next person, please. Raj. She's saying she's not in the H1B lottery. Um, yes, that's fine, but things don't change even if you are in the not in the H1B lottery because your H1B was approved, your H4 is approved later on, then your H4 has been withdrawn. So according to the Correct. last action, H4 is not H4. Sorry. It's good it to be withdrawn. that it's reopened. It's going to it's be withdrawn. Oh, it's okay. going to be withdrawn. That's my problem. Okay. So can she go back to India and get stamping and come? I would like her to consult a lawyer though. She could go to Mexico and come back in H1B. That would be the easiest one. It's called automatic revalidation. Next person, please. Thank you, Rahul. You should not have withdrawn the H4. Hi, Rahul Garu. Thank you for your service to the community. Sure. My uh, priority date is uh, December 2012. Mm -hmm. um, company A, consulting company, they laid me off in last year, June, because mm -hmm. there was no project. After that, I joined a full-time company. Now mm -hmm. I am working with a full-time company. Uh, now, if actually I'm trying to convince them to apply for my 485 without joining them to company A. But if they apply for 485, since they laid me off last year, will there be any issue? Like, will they get any RFE saying that you laid him off, that means you, you don't have a job for him. Did they laid you off? Could it be that you might have left the company so that you can get some better skills to come back and join that company? No, they laid me off because they don't have the project. Can you not? Did I ask you the question? No. So sometimes if you want to trouble yourself, there's nothing I can help. You have to understand the question, what I'm telling you, and wait a little bit time before you answer those questions. Especially when the lawyer is suggesting an answer to it. Right. You need to be careful though. So now I'll ask you the question again. Could it be that you left the job so that you can get better skills and then you could join the company back? Yes. I have intention to join the company once I get no, the No, 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 no. You had the intention before when you left the company too. Yes. Then if that's the case though, if what you initially said seems to be a misunderstanding between what you and your employer, if that's a misunderstanding and if your second statement is true, yes, that can be done. And if you keep insisting your first statement is correct though, there's nothing I can do. Okay, got you. Yeah. It's the intent that matters, okay? Yeah. We, we call it as mens rea in Latin. Oh, yeah. Okay, it's <laughs> the mind intent. So yeah. be careful in what you speak and you'll be fine. Um, questions, um, why there is no TV Asia show last night? There was, it wasn't, uh, I'm answering some of the questions guys. There was, it was, there was some technical difficulties in, uh, in YouTube, they couldn't put it, but it was there on Facebook. Sorry about that. Uh, we couldn't control it because it's not our show. It was the TV show. Uh, there are some questions coming in. Go ahead with the next question. I'll take the last caller and then I'll go with the questions on that I'm getting in the uh, in the chat room, guys. Madhav? Yeah, hi, Rahul. Uh, thanks yes, for sir. the service. Um, sure. My case is uh, priority date is uh, 2012. 
um, got I-140 I approval last week after responding to uh, RFE, ability to pay RFE. Mm-hmm. So this case is applied with my previous employer. I have not joined mm-hmm. him yet. Mm-hmm. So now um, um, I want to hear your, your opinion on like whether should I apply 485J with current employer or should I uh, keep it going with the previous employer? They're not forcing me to join now. So yeah, I, would not, is, I would not do 485J immediately. I would wait. There's no hurry. As long as they're not withdrawing your I-140, and you're reasonably certain they're not going to withdraw the I-140. I'm not doing 485J. I think so. Your intention is to join that company, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes, it is yeah. right. Okay. Yeah. Then that's it. I would not file 485J right now. Okay. And uh, one last question, Rahul. Um, uh, I have a 17 years old kid now. So let's say uh, while I'm waiting uh, for a medical RFE, the next one. Um, so let's say for no- November bulletin, if dates goes back. So do you think my my kid is still going to be safe. What is your priority date you said? Uh, 2012, April. And your I-140 is approved? Yeah. EB3 downgrade with previous employer. And I know I shouldn't ask this question, but I'll, you already filed for your 17-year-old kid 485, right? Yeah. I'll, yeah. Just want to ask. He's, he's locked up. He's not aging now. Okay. Okay, good. And uh, no. in case if, if it goes back, do you think uh, USS... If it goes let back... It, if it goes back and if it takes 10 years, your kid doesn't age. Okay. Will they at least give us um, the EAD? EAD. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. They okay. 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 I don't need to apply for uh, H4 EAD for my wife this time. She you can wait. I would right? not. Uh, she has a EAD right now, right? With this? No, actually it got approved. It got expired and she moved on to H1. H1 only she has like sixth year, only six more months left. So, yeah, I, I wouldn't do anything with her because you'll get an EAD by the time. Okay. Thank you so much, Rahul. I'm going to go with the questions here that I'm getting here, guys. Um, Texas Service Center premium processing got rejected. Uh, you should, the recently the language has changed. We are waiting for 30 days to respond it back to them. We are getting accepted very frequently now as compared to previously. I'll wait for 30 days to, to then refile it again, though. There's a lot of difference in the approval timings of the first week and last week of October. This is from two, uh, 824. I completely accept it. Uh, I, 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 I acknowledge it, and I am agreeing with you. Uh, any hopes on the budget bill? It's now kicked to December of 2021. I want you to watch the YouTube when you know different lawyers are speaking and giving different opinion. It would be and a debate between two lawyers is always good. Uh, if the case is wrong prior to date, it is September 2017. On the receipt notice, will they go with the actual priority? They'll go with the actual priority. Um, Pre-DS question, the person has an EAD uh, uh, and I-130 should use L1, L2. I personally will not use L1. What if your L1A extension gets denied? I mean, it may impact your EB1. I would not do it. I don't know. Uh, As I said to the other gentleman, there is a 1% risk if you use the EAD. There is 10% risk if you don't use the EAD. So pick your option. 1% risk or 10% risk? 
Uh, H1s and H4s are expiring in next three months. Company wants to wait for applying for. Uh, yeah, it makes sense why they should apply for a H1B extension because that's the expenditure they are going to cause. Uh, right now, even if you apply for your wife, you're not going to get the H4D EAD in three months. So yeah, I would also, if I were the company lawyer, I would also recommend doing that. I-848, I-824, I don't know what I-848 is. Lakshmi Narana has some issue, practical issue, the five days employment, you may want to contact a practical lawyer rather than contacting a bureaucratic lawyer. A bankruptcy file company, can they file 485? Absolutely, I mean, uh, absolutely. I mean, just because they file bankruptcy doesn't mean that they can't sign the 485. Just because they file the bankruptcy doesn't mean that they cannot file the I-140. Absolutely, they can. Uh, eight years since approval of will it cost? Is there an employment? Uh, sorry, one second, guys. I'm, gap of eight years ago since the approval of will it cause any problem? No, that's fine. If they still have the job offer, you still should be getting the green card. Thank you guys for joining. Uh, you can uh, come for tomorrow conference call or tomorrow's evening Facebook and YouTube live. Sorry about that. I could answer all of you. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.